Bigfoot Club, Season 2, Episode 18. Robert Jesse Dominguez with... Ash. Ash. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Um, I wanted to... I wanted to do a correction from the last show. Uh Uh-oh. The last show we had, um, Episode 17, we had Brad Freeman and Lauren Gonzalez, and they were from uh, Texas Paranormal Expeditions of DFW. And I was talking about... That I was handing shows to another guy on Pentex, mm-hmm. and um, I was I was stating that you know that he was he wasn't following through, and you know he wasn't getting back with the client. And after the show aired that night, he instant messaged me this gentleman that I didn't say his name or didn't say his group's name, and he, he instant messaged me, and he was he was kind of upset, and he said he didn't appreciate that I didn't follow through, so I wanted to make a correction on that. So um, there was a, there was a couple cases that I gave him. One of one one was uh, a gentleman in Odessa that was having some problems, and uh, and he was really hard to get in touch with. And then eventually, you know, he stopped getting he stopped uh, re responding, and then eventually he moved to Garland. And then mm-hmm. um, he called he you know he hit me back up. I sent Brad out there, and there was another case where there was a gentleman posting stuff, and I wasn't sure if he needed help. And then I think reached out to him and he he changed his mind or he said the stuff right. the stuff went away and then it was the the third one was a, a case what uh, Tanya and I had thought it was uh, child abuse I remember that one yeah so yeah. Uh, we stopped I stopped him from going out there mm-hmm. so it wasn't that he didn't follow through it's just uh, those the most of the cases I ended up giving to Brad because I just felt more confident you know in Brad and you know, you know, calling calling the client out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to point that out that you know he didn't. It's not that he didn't do that. You know, he didn't follow through. It's just you know, this circumstances happen. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I mean, it happens. I've been there before where you yeah. really want to you really want to do something, but yeah, you know, life happens or it's something outside of your realm of knowledge or yeah. whatever. You know. Um, I'm really excited. Um, we got, we have two guests again, two, again. two weeks in a row, two guests. Uh-huh. So, um, we have, uh, Cecilia Strosner Clark and John Clark with, uh, Crazy Cat Paranormal. They're founders for Crazy Cat Paranormal. And they also do Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks podcast, which is really good. Welcome guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We heard this is where all the cool kids hang out. So we thought we'd come over and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was kind of worried whenever uh, we were getting this stuff because we're technical. Technical. I'm not a 
a great technical person, so I had to lean on John a little bit on this one. So thanks, John. Absolutely. <laughs> we, uh, by the skin of our teeth, as they say. It's a little bit of the line, but it seems to be working. <laughs> um, how you guys got started in paranormal? Well, I think we both grew up with experiences. Mm-hmm. So it's fortunate met each other because crazy crazy attracts crazy I guess uh, I can't speak to John's early years but mine started as far back as I can remember with the weird dreams and the seeing things and the hearing things and you know the shadow figures and all that to the point that I think I was six or seven when I started uh, trying to do EVPs with a tape recorder my cousin and I would sit up at night and we would try to keys on a tape recorder and for those out there who <laughs> don't know what a tape recorder is it is a large contraption it has it proceeds to digital recorder by by many many decades it's, a, it's an, anal- mag- an, an analog magnetic memory device there you go <laughs> And we we would sit up at night and we would we would try to catch EVPs and, and we'd go around with the flashlights and the cameras. Although back then you had to wait a week to get your pictures back; you didn't have them in. Right. Uh, and it, it just followed me my whole life. So it was always it was always there for me. It was always the norm for me. You know, I was the weird kid in the back of the lunchroom kind of thing, but. I don't know. I don't know how John started. <laughs> well, I do remember as a as a young kid growing up. We grew up uh, in a suburb of Washington D.C. and our house uh, backed up onto a forest with running streams and waterfalls and Indian old fields and just all kinds of great stuff to go explore as kids. Uh, copperhead snakes. You had to be careful of them. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, I remember just seeing uh, like shadow figures and things like that at dusk uh, over the fence down in the woods when I was in the backyard and dad was barbecuing. We just mowed the lawn and all that stuff. Um, I didn't think anything of it because I didn't know any better. I didn't know that that wasn't normal. Um, (laughs) It just was some part of life growing up. And then I guess I really started becoming more aware of uh, that kind of thing when my older sister and her friends would uh, bring out the, oh, I'm going to say it, the Ouija board. <laughs> it's a tool. <laughs> yeah. In the, in, in the finished basement with the Ouija board and candles. And I would be hanging out in the in the uh, perimeter, you know, seeing what was going on. And I thought to myself, this is all a bunch of hocus pocus. <laughs> There's nothing going on here. But I wanted to be with the older kids. So um, when I really started sensing that there might be something to this and, and becoming aware of it was probably right about the time that Cecilia and I met. And, uh, I rubbed off on you. Yeah. I mean, we were, um, we weren't really together yet, but we had met mm-hmm. and I was living in a, in a place with my sister helping her with a project. And, uh, I actually think picked up a, a spirit that's followed me for 20 plus years to this day. Um, from place to place, state to state, property to property. Uh, at that time, I also saw some things that weren't of our world. They were um, otherworldly things. <laughs> I guess the best way to put it. And I, and I spoke to a, uh, 
a well-renowned medium who's since passed away, but somebody who was in a pretty big producer in Hollywood and was always into that. And I reached out to him for advice and he told me, uh, explained to me about that and seeing things like that, where there's kind of a rift between realms. Um, and that, that woke me up because these things were not, I mean, they were humanoid, but they certainly weren't human. <laughs> they were <laughs> kind of creepy. They didn't bother me. They never came after me or reached out toward me or anything, but I could see them plain as day, uh, 25 feet away from me. Could you, and it always happened. Like, could you, could you, elaborate, go ahead. could you elaborate a little bit more on what these, what these things were? Yeah. So, and I wish I remember what he called them. He had a name for them. Um, and I do not recall, and I, I apologize for that, but they were kind of like, I guess the best, uh, comparison I could give it was things from where the wild things are. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, they, they were creatures like made of compilation of several different species of something that we know. Um, because that's all we have to compare anything to are things that we know. Right. Uh, and they were kind of like dancing around something like in some kind of ritual sometimes. And other times, uh, other times they were kind of like having a, like a nervous fit, like rubbing their face, rubbing their head, rubbing their eyes furiously. Um, I do remember that activity too. And, uh, like I said, they never came toward me or reached out toward me or even really acknowledged my presence. Mm -hmm. And so I was just kind of a observer looking at them, but this happened in kind of a, a thicket of overgrown foliage in a, in a copse of trees between my sister's property and the property next door. Okay. Uh, and it always late, late at night, like after midnight for sure. And usually probably one thirty to three thirty in the morning. If I was still up, stepped outside for, for a smoke break, something like that. Uh, that's when I would see them. Wow. Um, I'm, the word, the word to describe that is escaping me too. It's like uh, they said it on Hellier. It's like um, like the Earth. Do you remember Ash? Mm. It's like yeah. a it's like a DT from the Earth or something. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, you're right on it. That right, you're right on it. That's exactly what he explained to me, and he had a word for it, and I don't remember what it is. Yeah, I could, I can't think of it right now. For some reason, I was I was talking to someone at work about it, and I just. It's escaping me. I know after the show, I'm just going to drive me crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to look it up. But anyway, but wow. Um, have to look. Go ahead. Also, one other thing, during this same time period, uh, this little girl, what age do we think she is? She's about Girl? eight. No, she's about nine. Eight or nine, right? Yeah, she's, she's young. I would see her when I was out uh, working late uh, at night on a personal project out in the horse barn. And... Uh, I'd see her and sometimes an older, a little bit older than her boy and they would be together, but almost always just her out of the corner of my eye. And it was one of those things that you couldn't, if you tried to look straight at her, she wasn't there, but she was there in your peripheral vision. And so I learned not to look, I learned to try to concentrate on my peripheral vision and, and get as much detail as I could because she wouldn't, she wouldn't run away if I wasn't looking directly at her. Right. And during that same time period, my sister was asleep in bed while I was out working late in the barn. She would see uh, what later she described as the same girl. Uh, she thought for it was her daughter popping her head up over the footboard and looking at her and her husband in their bed. And she was like, what are you doing up at this hour? And it wasn't really her daughter. It was somebody that looked very similar. 
It wasn't her. <laughs> and then meanwhile, we find out after the fact that my sister's husband is astral projecting and out flying around the property every night out, outside of his body. Uh, <laughs> we didn't know that was going on until a month or two down the road. And then when my sister found that out, she was like, well, you idiot, you could have your body taken over while you're not in it. <laughs> there, seems there, was like, a lot there seems to be a lot of energy where, I, where, where this, yeah. this is happening. So. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, there was a, a portal of energy in this, in this yeah. property. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Um, so, so you guys, you guys met up and how did, how did you, how did you guys approach each other and say, Hey, I'm in the paranormal. Hey, me too. So how just did, like that. Yeah. <laughs> how did, how did you guys do that? It wasn't really a discussion about the paranormal. It was more individual accounts of things we saw and be- both believed in and things like that. It just, it was very natural. It wasn't just putting it out on a table and, and giving it a, a title. Yeah, I don't hide it. So, I mean, it's part of who I am. Right. And John really didn't hide it either. It's part of who he is. So, you know, like meets like, we, we, uh, it, it just was a natural thing. It was just there. And it's, it's never been something that we're like, whoa, wait a minute. Right. Mm. I like that. Um, You're shaking your head. I mean, I, I noticed, I mean, since the moment you guys joined Penn Texas, I just, for some reason, I just gravitated toward y'all. Like, I gravitated toward y'all and Brad. And there's a few people, like, that's still in the group that I gravitated to. And I just, it seemed, and like, as I got to, as I got to know y'all and seeing, like, your posts and your, and your Facebook pages and your, and your podcasts, it, it just, it, it resonated with me how you guys want to help and uh, you just want to educate. And it's just like, I, I don't know. I really, really dig it. I really like it. So I, I don't know. I just, I think you guys are really, really cool. So. And we're freaking adorable too. <laughs> <laughs> Modest. Oh uh, yeah. And that, that that's one of the reasons that we we started uh, Crazy Cat Paranormal, right? So this is something we we've always looked into. We've always um, experimented with. We've always researched. But it, it comes a time when knowledge only takes you so far, and you you've got to get out there and actually start helping people or, you know, just settling people that not all hauntings are bad and, right. you know, not everything that's going on in your house is a haunting. You know? right. <laughs> Sometimes it's a, a salty wire in, in your wall or something like that. Yeah. Get out there and alleviate some fears. Uh, we, we did a, a really big place in February and, the family was a little concerned about the things that were going around, going on around the property. But I think by the time we left, they were, they were pretty happy with everything. Yeah. They're, they're pretty, they were pretty accepting of the entities that were residing on their property. They had some intelligent and some residual and they were okay with it by the time we left. I think they were actually reassured when mm-hmm. we left because these were things that undeniably they were seeing and experiencing and had been for some time and had never really had anybody come investigate it and uh, explain it to them or anything else. So they seemed more at peace when we left, which is a good thing. Yes. Definitely. You don't want to be around. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got there. The, the wife wouldn't come out of the house. She's like, you can't come in my house and I'm not coming out of the house. Yeah, and by I'll, the time I'll we left, you, she I'll was having a property. <laughs> That's it. When we, 
started. <laughs> and by the time we left, she was participating in the EVP sessions and the contact sessions. Yeah, and it was great. That's awesome. I love that. I love yeah. that you guys provide that and um, and you you know gave them education and probably what, everything they wanted to hear and and not and not tell them it's like you guys just seem like that way about everything. So yeah, it seems like they got comfort in knowing that they weren't. Well, imagining things too yeah you know. and that's a big thing right there right some people want to want oh i'm not crazy i'm not imagining yeah and also that they're and that they're not in danger correct yeah um i know uh from listening to your podcast and um seeing some of your posts and stuff i know and, and i know we've talked we've talked about this as well is it is it you 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 like you're kind of like a, a sensitive uh Cecilia and you, uh, you, you, I heard you talk about once that you go to an area and sometimes it takes you like a while to wind down. And then while I was listening to one of your podcasts, uh, the, one of the, the guests on there was talking about, he was talking about, uh, a serial killer and how he was hung in this particular barn. And then I think you were, I think you were drawing him, I think. And you were talking about how he looked. And so I, I, whenever I heard that part, I was like, you know, the hairs were standing up on me. I said, Oh my God. So can you, can, can you, can you, you know, can you uh, expound on that? Um, I wouldn't call myself a psychic and I would not call myself a medium, right? I don't channel, but I do get glimpses. I do get feelings. I do get, uh, just overwhelmed with other people's emotions. I get, I mean, it's just, it, 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 it does knock me off my feet if I'm not prepared for it. Mm-hmm. When we go out on a site to investigate, the first thing I'll do is is walk around so that I could I could let those images in and get an idea of what's going on. And that's all. Again, that's always been me. That's been my whole life. It's been my mom. It's been you know, other members of my family who are not ready to embrace it yet. <laughs> but right. it's it's. it's whole life it's just i it's not that i physically see them with my eyes i see them in my head if that makes any sense it does it does it does it's a sensory thing Um, uh that particular podcast you were talking about as richard was talking about his experience and what was going on with that property that he researched and that he was having issues with this image kept popping in my head yeah and i wasn't even aware doodling the image and that happens a lot i'll doodle an image i wonder what she was doing with a ballpoint pen on a little yeah. crap of paper john, john was just staring at me and i would look at it and shake my head and make changes and i would look at it and shake my head and make changes and uh you know then i i just i told richard i was like hey this is what i drew and he's like oh yeah that's that's the guy and i, I actually emailed him the picture and he's like yeah that's him and i don't draw well <laughs> i am a step above Six figures in my right. drawing capability. I mean, because because like you you were explaining how it looked, how he looked, you know, and the guy the guy was pausing for I don't know like eight seconds, eight to seemed like forever, and he's like, I think he was touched whenever you had told him that, but that was I thought it was amazing. Yeah, it it, it threw him a little bit. I didn't mean to. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, but how would that not? I mean, you know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think I'm just used to it. I, th- I think I'm just used to it. Uh, when we we went and did a property and walked around and there was a lot of activity going on, uh, I kept seeing a little boy behind the building. Mm-hmm. And 
I'd stick my head back there and he'd look at me and I'd stick my head back or he'd stick his head around the building. And I mentioned it to the homeowner. And he's like, oh, yeah, we see him all the time. And I'm like, but, well, you didn't on, mention it. On the initial interview, that just <laughs> happened to be left out. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's just, it's a, a part of who I am, um, just like everything else. I don't know how to explain it. I think somebody who's had training, somebody who's an actual psychic medium, somebody who, who has been embracing this and growing this gift their whole life might be able to explain it to you better. I just know that it, it yeah. is what it is. Um, like I'm talking to you now and I see a tree and, and a big tree, like a big tree, like you would see in California, those red oaks, those, what do they call those? Mm-hmm. Those really big ones. Uh, the, oh, redwood. Redwoods. Yeah. So I see that around you and those around you or you in the middle of them or whatever. So I don't know if you're planning a trip or you've been there or what, but. I am planning to go to South Dakota <laughs> in June June seventeenth. So <laughs> it's beautiful there, but I don't think it's the redwood forest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. To, I'm going to South Dakota in June the seventeenth, and uh, I'm coming back on the twenty first. I'm planning to go look at uh, the the monuments there and uh, Deadwood and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So. Well, well, do me do. Me. Right now, I want you to make a note that I said that to me that the redwood is just what um, I associate with. Uh-huh. But it's something big, something big and around you. So it could mean something big is going to happen for you, or it could be literal. I have no way of knowing. Not okay. big like Devil's Tower, Wyoming border, is it? <laughs> 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 okay. Does mean something? Oh, yeah. not because <laughs> he's going to be wrong. It was, and he might get to get a glimpse of it. You yeah, don't don't get abducted by aliens. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I kind of like it. I'll, I'll try not to do that. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but I actually is there is there is there a way like do you whenever you go home do you are you able to to shut that off or is it always going on all the time? I, I find if I'm out of the situation, it tones down a bit, but it's always going on. There's always it's always flutzing in the back of my brain. Um, and yeah, flutzing is a word. I just made it up. Therefore, it is a word. <laughs> Sometimes uh, here at the house, just on a random week weeknight evening or something like that, Cecilia will have a feeling. Hey, we need to get this piece of equipment out and go in the backyard. <laughs> you know, just yeah. Um, I, I don't think her antenna can be retracted. I think it's always it's always, always out. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I was just wondering because that's. I, I mean, that's probably you know it's to people you know. A lot, because a lot of people say I want that, and a lot of people say oh, I don't. You know, so I just wanted to know yeah. where you were at on that. I, I don't. I'm not unhappy having it. I'm not. I don't want it to go away. <laughs> but it does. It does require a lot of energy. So if I go in a place that has got a lot of activity or there's a lot of emotion, mm-hmm. it does it drains me like a battery, like a ghost on a battery. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, like a ghost on <laughs> we, we we went to the museum in Las Vegas that shall remain nameless because we're not plugging them. But <laughs> we uh, we went to a haunted museum and it took me days days yeah. to get over the the energy in that place. Wow, I'm I'm not sensitive much at all. I, I mean, maybe a tenth, if that, of what Cecilia is, and. There were a couple of areas uh, and items and things that uh, I could pick up on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was but when I picked up, it was flooded there. At right? the level, 
Oh yeah. Oh, it's just, you're bombarded from all angles. Um, so anyway, the, the couple things happened to be about, I guess you'd say murderers or, or technically murderers. Yeah. Um, artifacts and remains of those, uh, I, I could feel stuff, but it's literal remains literal. Yeah. Literal, uh, wow. cremings of very famous murderers. But anyway, um, I picked up on that, but Cecilia picked up on that as well, but then she picked up on much more, whereas I didn't. Yeah, it was overwhelming. Yeah, it took her several days to, to get the static to, to <laughs> and, subside. And that's that's a lesson learned for people who are out there listening. If you are even a little bit sensitive, wear protection when you are going out and about. If you know a place is going to be active or full of energy. I did not. I usually have a piece of tourmaline I wear around my neck mm-hmm. for stuff like that because it does, it does um, mute, it, mute it a little bit, barricade it some. Uh, it, it just knocks it down to a reasonable level. Uh, and, and I didn't even think about it. When we went, I wasn't even thinking. I was just excited about finally getting to go on vacation for a change. Uh, and, and yeah, that was that's a mistake I won't do twice. Um, so about, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, the thing about the protections is I'm hesitant to use them mm-hmm. because I'm so sensitive to begin with that. I find that if I walk, <clears throat> do an initial walkthrough without them, I might pick up something somewhere. And that gives me an area of focus for later in the investigation. If I go in initially with, uh, I carry a tourmaline on a pendant around my neck and if I go in wearing that, I'm almost guaranteed not to pick up anything. And so I don't know how much at risk, if any, I am of, of, of a negative attachment or something like that by not doing that. But I just know that if I do that, I'm pretty much might as well not be there. <laughs> it, just, oh, okay. well. it tones it down for Cecilia. It turns it off for me. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> That's the recommend. Um. I wanted to ask, um, what what was the incident or the or the case that actually got you guys to to start up Crazy Cat Paranormal? I don't know if it was a particular case that made us start. It was just a lot of sitting around and talking. And I'm going to be honest, um, I, I do watch the shows on Travel Channel and A and E and all that, but they're for entertainment, mm-hmm. and a lot of times what they're portraying is not, it's not safe, right? It's not accurate. It's not safe. And I just, the, these poor people coming up who have never had the experiences, don't have the education. And they, they look at what goes on some of these shows and it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, well I can, that. I can go and, and uh, buy these gadgets and buy the gadgets and torment the ghosts and, and provoke them. And- it's exciting. And yeah, it's exciting, but it's also, dangerous and harmful and so we we were talking about it and we were like you know what we need to educate people we need to have some kind of balance in this uh, and, and we're just a small crew there's only three or four of us we're a small crew in a small area but every little bit helps and that's one of the reasons we we are trying to be so visible on social media right uh, by the way looking small crew looking to Recruit dedicated members. <laughs> 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 
Well, um, you can always you can always post stuff on Pin Texas anytime, Absolutely. anytime you want to recruit people. Yeah, remember you. Go ahead. <laughs> I just gonna say, remember you said that. <laughs> but I don't want people going into this thinking it's game. I don't want people going thinking you know let let's go get drunk and high and go stomp around a graveyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I do. So, I, I do like on, on on your podcast that you are you actually done a couple of podcasts where you were doing some Q and As and you're doing talking about Ouija boards and what to do like on a, on an investigation. That's I really really dig on that. So I was really happy to see hey, like, board episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the controversy behind the Ouija board. It is just a piece of cardboard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I feel the same way about it. You know. And, and, I'll get booed at for saying that by a lot of people, but it's it's no different than a uh, full spectrum camera or uh, an obelisk or I mean any other tool or instrument that you would use. Right. It's just a tool. And I guess yeah, people and it, think that like you know that it's bringing stuff in, and I just always assume that whatever it's talking to, it's already there. You're not like opening a portal or whatever, you know. Right. Here's the thing. It's a tool. If you don't right. know how to use the tool, don't use it. <laughs> right. A hammer, a hammer can build stuff or it can be a deadly weapon. It just, you know, depends on how you My, apply it. A, a chainsaw. Oh, great for taking down a tree. So if you want to use a weed board, don't. Learn it first, and then maybe think about it, and then have somebody who, who's knowledgeable about how to how to do protections and, and open and close a circle and all of that come and sit with you the first few times. Uh, That's was, my advice. Awesome, great advice. I love it. Um, I was gonna say, um, do you guys want to talk about any any of y'all's cases that you've done recently? <laughs> do you have anything in mind? <laughs> Like, you did. like the most recent yeah. <laughs> to date? Yeah, like, yeah, last week. Like last week? <laughs> what? I'm still going through the videos. Uh, so much to to review, but that place was insane. Yep. Now, am I allowed to say what place it was? Yes. Absolutely. The haunted hill mineral wells. That's the third most haunted uh, location in the United States. That is what we are told. I yeah. have not verified that. I can fact tell yet. you what, it's the only place I've ever actually gotten spooked. Nice. Well, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Are you, are you, do you, do you, you know, do you guys want to talk about it a little bit or are you, are you still going over sure. events or what? Are you still guys going, still going over stuff? Yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing about this. Um, we are going over evidence and whatnot still, but. It was it was hell on our equipment. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it we're was, not going to have a lot to present. But well, we're we do, have but we to don't. <laughs> but it was it was one of the most active places I have ever been. It never let up. No. From the wow. the the moment I the moment I walked in, uh, what they do is you go in, and Kathy and Sunny, they they give you a little briefing in the kitchen mm-hmm. to tell you what to what's going on in the house. They, they have a whole array of equipment. Oh, yeah. let, let, let me interject. This is a great place for anyone wanting to go uh, tr- try their hand at this. Again, uh, warning, don't provoke, don't 
go in. Oh, God, don't doing, provoke these yeah. people. But at the same time, this is a great opportunity for somebody that wants to maybe see if, if this is for them because they have a huge array of equipment that's They've great. They've got a to, whole giant rack of equipment and no, they will show you how to use stuff. it. they got all the good stuff. they got all, all the toys. For, for the guests to use. So that's a wonderful uh, asset that they have there. But go ahead. So we walk in and we're not in this place maybe six minutes, maybe. And Kathy and Sonny are introducing themselves and they're explaining everything. And I hear a whisper in my ear. Hey, hey, hey. So I turn around and I walk out and I follow the whisper to this room. They call it the carousel room. And I can feel a presence in the room. I can feel a young, a young girl in the room. And Kathy comes in after me. I'm like, I'm like, I feel this young girl in this room. And she's whispering, Hey, in my ear. And she's giggling. I mean, we weren't in there. We weren't in there six minutes, and it was starting already. And Kathy's like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah," and then she gave us the story behind <laughs> the young girl in that room and everything else. I'm trying not to give you too much detail about the house that way yeah. history. I don't want to spoil it for people, but no, that's fine. And I was like, "Well, she's here," and I and I hear her, and it it just didn't let up from that point on. It really didn't. The banging and the knocking and and the things moving and the doors yeah, opening the door and closing, <laughs> closing by themselves. There was a door. Objects moving. Objects moving. Um, talking. Lots and lots of talking. I have some. I have some devices turning off and then back on. Battery drain. Oh, battery drain. The battery the drain, guys. Up. I mean, we, you know, our equipment. We know our equipment. We didn't use uh, theirs, by the way, because we have pretty much mostly the same array. Well, and we know ours. And we know our equipment, and we know how long the batteries last, and we know how they behave, and. Uh, they did not behave like they normally behave in this location. I'll just say that. No, we replaced the batteries on several pieces of equipment, and we were doing a Facebook Live with uh, the gang from Midnight Paranormal. We were doing this big interactive thing, and our idea was to have the folks in all the Facebook groups tell us, you know, hey, this we have this equipment. Let's put something in this room, or let's try yeah. to teach them how to do an investigation. Mm-hmm. But everything kept it kept, our video died uh, six times. Yeah. Like six times. A couple hours it took us to finally get the thing up and running online. Right. So we were supposed to start at nine. And by the time that we got the video to stay right stable enough, it was, it was about 1130. Yeah. It was about 1130 before Mike could get it working. I know it working. was shortly after 12 that I got spooked. And Mike, <laughs> yeah. And Mike was saying, Mike was saying, this never happens. This never happens. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm telling you. <laughs> He looks bewildered. <laughs> his hands are out to the sides and his eyes are wide open. This just doesn't happen. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> but it, it, was, it was definitely um, an ex- experience. Uh, some of it's caught on video. We got a lot of SLS activity on video. Uh, I haven't gone through the, the audio yet. There is a piece of EVP where I, I did actually listen to and I could hear somebody in the background, but I couldn't. I couldn't uh, make out what they were saying, so I sent it to a friend of mine who is an audio expert, and he's trying to pull the, the sound forward for me so that I could play it, because I have no idea what she's saying, but I know it's a woman, and it's not me, because she's talking behind me. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it was, uh, <laughs> and we went there not with the intention so much of, ooh, haunted house we're going to catch so much stuff we went there with there's no way this place is as haunted as everybody says it is yeah and i looked at all the videos on youtube and 
somebody told me the day before we left that it was on an episode of one of those uh, Travel Channel shows. So I went on YouTube and I looked at that episode as well. And I'm like, nobody's catching anything. There's nothing going on. It's just a bunch of, oh, did you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? Oh, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is what was ridiculous. That? Yeah, this is ridiculous. They called and the bluff. So, I, I went with the intention, honestly, of saying, look, this is, this is because the hinges are off on this door, or this is creaking because the house is old, or... I was trying to, I hate to use the word debunk because it's such a stupid word, but I was trying to debunk as much as I could, but no, the house said no. Did you guys, the house said you. Did you guys get like any sleep at all? No. <laughs> no, we did not. Sound, it sounds like it. <laughs> oh. Oh I, I still no. not recovered it. No, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, are you going to so, give it away? So, uh, I'm like, yeah, I am. I, I put our, our weary heads down at 4.30. No, this is even before we put our weary heads down at 4.30 in the morning. I went and laid down in the, in the axe room where they had to bolt the axe behind the furniture to keep it from flying around the room. Um, I went down. Scary. And they, there's actually a bathroom in the room, so it's it's one of the few rooms that has a bathroom right in it. Yeah. And I'm laying down right on the there bed. In the middle of the room. No. <laughs> and I'm facing the bathroom. And I see John come out of the bathroom, walk along the front of the bed, and go out the door of the room. Mm-hmm. Right? John, John's, John's a smoker, but he doesn't smoke inside. He's, he goes outside to smoke. So that's what I thought. Except John was already outside. <laughs> <laughs> John was out back. The furthest possible no, away from this room. was <laughs> out front. John was already out. So I was like, oh, come on, guys. Come on. And then we went to lay down about 30 finally, mm-hmm. and we couldn't sleep. Because he elbows me. Do you hear that? What <laughs> kinds of things? What? <laughs> You, yeah. Um, are you guys so going they back? Started, yeah, we're going back. But we, we we were trying to sleep, and they decided to sing. Oh, yeah. From upstairs, they started singing, you know, like a, that old kind saloon piano was going. Yeah, and they, they had the singing. frontier saloon piano and They pounding. were stomping their feet and having a good old time. <laughs> I was like, guys, I just want to sleep. <laughs> a bunch of men drunk on whiskey singing out of tune to the piano pounding. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. Now, uh, here's what's interesting. So that's what Cecilia heard. What I heard was, was like, I'm going to try to explain it. Um, a droning, like, like organ. Mm-hmm. A really toned down version of what she was experiencing. So like a. Like in the background, chords that shift slowly and melodically, and yeah, kind of lower than I am. And, well, yes, uh, both <laughs> psychically and physically. Uh, and she heard the full honky tonk piano and the men singing and all that. So we both heard the music. We both heard the the, the uh, party going on upstairs, but I heard it much different. And I want to tell you all something about that singing that we haven't told anybody yet. Okay. Okay. Exclusive. Go ahead. Exclusive. Going through the video from 
before we were trying to do the Facebook Live, before everything blew up, everything really blew up at midnight. Things yeah. were absolutely haywire at midnight. Yeah, all the equipment, everything. But I, I have a habit of singing things as I walk along, like making up words, like, I'm talking to Robert and Nash, <laughs> and that's what we do. <laughs> and that's just what I do, right? That, I told you, I'm the weirdo. So on the video is me singing as I'm walking through the rooms. And I stopped and I thought about it and what the guys were singing, not necessarily the same words, but the same cadence and the same tune. So I thought they were mocking me or trying to acknowledge, you know, give me some kind of acknowledgement that they heard us. Hmm. Did you, did you catch this on, on audio or you, or you were like still going through it or. I, I have me singing on audio. We do not have them singing on audio because we were in bed trying to go to sleep. They they have a policy where you have to be up and ready to leave by nine o'clock. Yeah. So we want we wanted to catch some of the DVR stuff. So we were trying to get up by six to catch some of the DVR stuff, which also did not work Mm-mm. when we went to download it. Uh, nope. But it it no no, and that, and that's the thing that's frustrating and why we're going back is we did not catch what I wanted to catch on on camera, right? All the things that happened, there was a door to a room that kept opening and closing on its own. So John's an engineer. John went and checked the hinges and he checked the way that the door, and he's like, this door should naturally swing shut, but there's no way in heck this door should be swinging open. It's like basically going uphill to swing open. Yeah. And they kept opening. And I think we even caught that on on the Facebook Live at some point, somebody pointed it out to me. Uh, I haven't been able to get a copy of that video because I can't tell you for sure, but I think it was even caught on the Facebook Live that the door, we had shut it and opened or we had opened it in each other, something like that, but somebody called it out in the Facebook Live. Um, just lots of running around, lots of giggling. In the, in the carousel room, the kids absolutely loved the music box. So I recommend that. We get a lot of, we get a lot of good activity around the music box. Uh, but it was it was kind of spooky. Um, John went upstairs at one point during the live. I guess it was right around midnight when things started amping up. Put the walkie-talkie up there. We were going to try and do a walkie-talkie to walkie-talkie EVP type of session mm-hmm. to see if we could get And you could see him on the camera, on the DVR camera, going up into the room and stopping and, and staring at the corner. And I don't know if you want to tell the rest of the story, John. No, maybe he's thinking about it. What happened when you went up into that room? Well, I went up there to place. We were going to do a remote EVP, uh, attempting to do it with the two-way radio. And that question of, uh, one of the group, once we got everything up and running. So, you know, like an idiot, I, <laughs> I uh, volunteer, oh, I'll go up there in the pitch black and climb up the stairs and, and place the stuff in the room where all the occult has been going on and seven evil demons brought into the property. So I go up there with just pieces of equipment. And as I approach the doorway, um, I was startled by a sound. It sounded, it was two things at once. It was a click, almost like a, a magnetic relay switch. If you know what that sounds like, mm-hmm. um, engaging and also a very harsh 
raspy, whispered syllable, not even a word, just a, a very but hateful, negative-sounding, harsh uh, syllable being uttered at the same time as this click. And it all came from the right rear of the room, from my perspective. And you can see me on the on the closed circuit camera, kind of walking up here. I come lumbering into the room, and then whoop, you see me look up, and then I'm, I'm kind of kind of hunkered down a little bit, and I look into the back corner, and I'm gonna flash my flashlight back there toward it, and then I kind of leer in a leery way go about placing my equipment and I cause several times I think I look back over my shoulder into mm-hmm. the corner while I'm doing my work <laughs> then I struggled out of there uh, <laughs> but uh yeah yeah he wouldn't go back up there no I I, I uh, no I did I went back up there to retrieve the camera uh-huh. the, the equipment not the camera and uh not very happily, but I did it. And <laughs> so when I went into the room, I, I didn't get any of that, but I grabbed the stuff real quick and turned around and left. And as I was walking toward the stairs, which are centrally located on the second floor in the room on the opposite end of the house, I noticed an object had mysteriously placed itself <laughs> in the middle of the floor, right centered in the doorway that I did not recall being there earlier. And so that further spooked me. I mean, and as I passed by, there's a third room up there, all in this kind of like top of the stairs foyer thing. There's a third room uh, that had a, uh, what do you call it? A plasma ball? Plasma ball. Had a plasma ball running in it. Plugged in. Plugged in. Yeah, plugged into power. I did not see that plasma ball running. But when we go back and look at the closed circuit TV uh, cameras, we see it running. Yeah, but John stuck his head in that room and it wasn't running. It wasn't running. So, what was I don't know how to explain that. What was the item that was on the floor? It was a children's play ball. One of those uh, big rubber ball. Well, vinyl vinyl ball. It's like I don't know what age you guys are, but when I was a little kid, when we were little kids, uh, Cecilia and I, we'd go to the grocery store, Mm -hmm. and there was a basket on an end cap Mm -hmm. full of the Oh yeah, and that little marbles. Yeah, giant marbles. They're made out of slick vinyl. Yeah, in one of those play balls. Okay, I think this one was green and white marbled. They wanted you to. Play. Um, they wanted you to play. Yeah, it seemed like it or something. <laughs> <laughs> but all of those things at once. That was uh, that spook me. I'm not going to lie, guys. Um, I got a little bit spooked. And I didn't go back upstairs until daylight the next day. I just wasn't going to have it. Well, that and going up the stairs at our age was a bit much. Well, that's always a bit much, but. <laughs> You'll hear me on the videos in the morning. <sighs> yeah, right. <laughs> 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 there. It was, there was no air conditioning, so it was 100 degrees. In oh, there. there's no air conditioning upstairs at all. None, oh, and it was. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and the way the house is constructed, there's an attic above it. You are in the attic in the second floor. Uh-huh. So all ceilings are pitched. So it's mm-hmm. basically the ceilings are on the side of the roof. So there's no insulation between the roof and you. And so it is an inferno upstairs. But do you know what the most bizarre thing that happened that night? What was I mean, it? I'm not kidding. 
you can say there's a single <laughs> no i can thing. i can and when i tell you you're going to say oh yeah okay. that's right all right so it wasn't the singing. It wasn't all the shadow people. The doors. It wasn't the doors or the knocking or the banging or the stomping the or the walking name. or the whispering, the constant whispering and the giggling. And it wasn't any of that. The moving balls, none of it. When John went upstairs to get the walkie talkie, we had a recorder up there. So he grabbed the recorder of the walkie talkie and brought it downstairs while we were doing the Facebook live so that we could play, do a live playback of it. While he was trying to get it to play back, because when I tell you equipment failure across the board, it was it was the weirdest thing ever. Oh yeah, uh, we heard a uh, recorder play back. Oh, it wasn't that recorder. <laughs> okay, she's that, right. <laughs> that John had in his hand, the one that John had in his hand was not playing back. It was coming from a different recorder. We know which recorder, and we know which room it was in, and it was not the one I was playing. And it was it was turned off and plugged in the recorder that that had we had used for that particular session. I don't remember what we were, we were talking about uh, how much we like children. Yep. Yeah. When we were in the carousel. And you can hear that plain as day coming out of the thing in my hand. You can hear it, but it wasn't, it wasn't on the recorder that John had in his hand. It was on a recorder that we had plugged in three rooms down and turned off. Yeah, man. They're really, so that was like, they're really messing with y'all. We oh, had yeah. a field day. And I think our biggest mistake is we were laughing. <laughs> it was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, until, until they growled at John. I was like, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and then the next morning, you know, we were so tired. <laughs> we were stupid tired. But uh, I grabbed the SLS camera because I picked it up to, to show how to use it on the live, on the interactive, and it died. Mm-hmm. We just, it, and it died. Uh, the paranormal puck. We have a paranormal puck because I like the oh, idea. Yeah. I like the idea of the, being able to take something and throw it in a room and being in a different room. So mm-hmm. there's no cross contamination. Yeah. Uh, so we tried this out, and one of the people on the Facebook Live said, "Ask them to show us proof of their existence," or I don't know, something like that. Show well, first off, they they recommended that we take the paranormal puck into that particular room and place it. So we yes. did. Uh, it was fully charged. It was ready to go. And you've run that thing how long? Days. Days. So it's been powered up for days on on a charge here. Yeah. So we. We got it going, and then we did what the what the group member wanted to do. And she was, uh, you know, show us evidence that you're here. As soon as I typed that into the puck, the app crashed. The puck died, completely died, and we couldn't get it going again. Couldn't get either one of those. The battery was dead. The battery was mm-hmm. better than door. Being in that room, yes. and here's what's strange. So, if the app crashed. And you brought the app back up, and the puck was alive. You just reconnect to the puck wirelessly, right? Yeah. I mean, it would just be a, oops, the app crashed, and now we're going to get back online. It wasn't that. Everything crashed at once. The app crashed, and if the puck had battery had died, the app normally would not crash. It would just lose connection with the puck. Yeah, it would take me back to home screen. Right. But that's not what happened. Everything crashed and then couldn't be brought back a lot. I'm just so. happy that happened on the live so people don't look at yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was let that was like letting y'all know, okay, this is it. This is the signal I'm gonna give you. <laughs> but the, the, next, the next morning we grabbed the SLS that I left charging all night long and we got some really great SLS uh captures throughout the house in the morning. I went upstairs to, uh, it's, it's called Emily's room. We call it the occult room because there's a history of occult and seance and 
demonology and things yeah. like that going on in that room. Yeah. Uh, and we caught a kid sliding down the banister. We caught uh, kids popping up around the chair in the, in uh, Emily's room. We caught all sorts of entities. I caught somebody uh, trying to take the shape of a demon. It was weird. When, I, when we release the video, hopefully next weekend, hopefully, uh, you'll be able to see it, but it was really, coming really soon, weird. Anyway. Yeah, coming soon. We'll just say that. Okay. And I don't really believe it. I don't really believe in them, but it was really weird. <laughs> I don't know if we answered any of your questions. <laughs> um, when, whenever, whenever you do post it, is it okay to post it on, if I can post it on the uh, Bigfoot Club page? You can post it wherever you want. I, I think I think people are going to be interested in this one. There's there's not a lot of that shock value, mm-hmm. right? But there's, I mean, we we. I think it goes deeper in substance than that. Okay. It, it's very it's very obvious that things are happening, even if we're not catching the sounds on the video. It is very obvious from our reaction somewhere on that live video. I've got to find it. Um, <laughs> Mike can hear. Mike and the audience can hear the things that we're hearing for a brief moment in time, they hear those bangs and those stomps. Yeah. At one point he's in the middle of a, of a major storm in San Antonio. We're all the way up in mineral wells and we have this, this uh, connection going. And I think he actually reacted before we did to a yeah. sound in the house, but we yeah. all kind of jumped at the same time and said, did y'all hear that? Everybody <laughs> said it at once. <laughs> what was that? Did y'all hear that? Yeah. It, it was fun times. Fun times. Yeah, I, I love that people people rent this place out for weddings and birthday parties. <laughs> I didn't know that. Do they really? They do. Oh, how that sounds strange. perfect to me. Yes, yeah. that's me. Sounds <laughs> like Halloween to me. Well, um, you guys aren't that far, are you? No, not no. No, we're 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 in Irving, so. Oh uh, man, it's right on the road. Yeah. Yep. Um, I know because because no. I, I know Ash has been there before. I haven't. No. But. You haven't been there before? No, I went to the Roger, Rogers Hotel. Okay. But we are all, already booked. We are um, already booked for taking the team. Yeah. Yep. Maybe um, if, when you know, if you guys decide to do it, I'd love to go out there and do a podcast live. Hint, hint, no, <laughs> so. If I don't have any equipment, it's something we can talk about. Because I will tell you, trying to do an investigation and manage the cameras for the Facebook live and all that. That was a bit much for me. Yeah. yeah it kind of away from, so one of the main reasons we're going back is we missed a bunch of stuff that we just, we already identified that we needed to investigate Yeah, and just couldn't, we ran out of time and we had that setback with the technology and not saying that we won't have that again. I mean, this property. Oh no, I know really, better now. Really be active on the conk out your equipment. We're, we're going <laughs> redundant. If we, if we go back, we're going redundant. Right. Okay. Well, we have an SLS. We have an obelisk. We have obelisk. So yeah, maybe we will use their equipment this time and ours. Um. Okay. Well, just um, just let us know because I I'm I would love to go out there and do a live yeah, podcast. Yeah, that sounds fun. So uh, anyway, maybe not live, but, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually going to steal this from you, Cecilia. So, um. This is my. This, this is going to be my last question. Um, if you wanted to give advice to someone that's getting into paranormal, what advice would that be? And this is for both of you. I would say, research, educate, research, educate, research, educate. Learn everything that you can learn before you decide to even think about stepping foot, and then 
don't go jumping into somebody's house and start small. Uh, go talk to your local neighborhood cemetery and say, Hey, you know, I'm new at this. I want to, I want to figure out what I'm doing. Is it all right? If I come in here during the day with some of my equipment and, and, and see what I'm doing and kind of thing, start small, learn what you learn it. Just, it's like going to school. Don't just jump into it. What you see on TV is, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, I'm going to say it anyway, it's mostly bullshit. <laughs> so, Go right yeah. ahead. <laughs> yeah, you can. You're fine. We're, we're unrestricted. Reach out, yeah. Reach out to a team that's in your area, that respect the team in your area, and see if you can tag along as a trainee kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just don't, don't just suddenly buy yourself a, a digital recorder and a IR camcorder and call yourself a paranormal investigator. I would have to say uh, respect is the biggest yeah. issue. Um, whatever your motivation going into this, whether you're just curious or whether you really think that you're you're uh, sensitive and, and, and you're wanting to help people or help spirits or, or whatever the case, go into it being respectful because you know these are people, and, and we've had people say this to us when we ask the question, and I'm going to say the community is these are people um you know whether they're they're living in our world right now or they're past and they're stuck between worlds or they're on the other side coming back through to us in one way or another these are people and just like you'd want to be respected i say uh, utmost respect everybody you know that's a really good point um one of the rooms at haunted hill house is called the scratcher room and they've had just about 300 people get like mm-hmm. really scratched, not just kind of scratched, but really scratched yeah. in that room. We did not. And I was talking to the owner a few days later because she was telling me, yeah, a couple more people got scratched after you guys left. It was like the you, next day. Yeah, it was like the next day or the day after. And you guys didn't. And I think part of that is the first thing we did when we sat down in that room was we asked them. We said, hey, we're here to learn about you. We're not here to, to cause you any trouble. Please don't scratch us. Right. And we didn't get to, neither one of them scratched. Not at all, not in the least. But we got a hoot nanny, but we didn't get a scratch. <laughs> right. <laughs> good advice, guys. I really, really love it. That's good. Um, if someone needs help in in your greater area, you because you guys are in Austin, right? Yeah. If someone needs help, how does someone reach out to Crazy Cat Paranormal? Uh, there's a couple of ways. Uh, we're on Facebook. <laughs> So you can find Crazy Cat Paranormal on Facebook and and just uh, PM me, or you can email me. Groups, face group, face group, yeah. Uh, Facebook you, groups. You you can email me at crazycatparanormal uh, at gmail dot com, and we actually have a website. We don't promote it much because honestly, it looks like crap. But we have a website that has a form on there that you can fill out and send to us if you need help. It's crazycatparanormal dot com. Okay. And we'll actually we'll actually post this on uh the Bigfoot Club page whenever uh, I get off air with you. We can we can get we get all the all the necessary links and stuff like that. Um how does how does, how does one listen to the Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks podcast? Uh we are on Buzzsprout. So you can search Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks on Buzzsprout. You can find us on Apple. We're on Apple was it Apple Music, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Uh, Spotify, we're on all of them. We're okay. pretty much on all of them except 
Except Pandora, because Pandora still has not... Uh, it's taking forever yeah. <laughs> to get us on the... But eventually, we'll probably be on eventually Pandora we'll as well. Eventually, we'll be on Pandora as well. But we're, we're on, on Stitcher. We're on, uh, yeah, just about all of them. And I'll, I'll give you the main link if you want it. Okay. Um, I, I will say this, because Pandora, it, it took me a while to get on that, too. And, like, they... Because, they, like, iHeart, everybody else, they email you whenever you, you qualify. Pandora never emailed yeah. me. And I had to just happen to go look. And I said, hey, I'm on it now. So... I guess they, they didn't tell me. So. Overnight, I'm on. Um, so what you tell me is keep checking. Yeah, just just keep checking. So, um, hey, I want to thank you guys for being on. I really, really appreciate you guys. Um, so much for having us. We've enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd like to have you guys back on if you guys are interested. So. Sure. Cecilia? Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I figured he answered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call it a night. Uh, it's, we're over an hour now. So, um, but thanks, guys, for coming on. And uh, and it'll, it'll this this will be posted tonight. So, awesome. Awesome. Uh, how long? Well, okay. After it'll be it'll be on like before midnight at least. So, okay. All right. Can you send me the link? I, I surely will. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Okay, thank you. All right, good night. Hey, everybody. This is the segment where I talk wrestling with Earl the Pearl. Earl, how are you? I'm great. How are you, man? I'm good. This is a good week. A uh, lot of lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world. Um, Pay per views sure this is. weekend. Um, let's let's jump right into it. Okay. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk NXT Takeover in your house or in your house yeah. card. Um, <laughs> so the the first one is uh, I think I think it's all girls. I think it's like a. It's, it's, it's Mia Kim, uh, Tegan Knox, uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Candice LeRae, uh, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, I think that's, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot going on there. And um, <laughs> I really like I really like Shotzi Blackheart a lot. I was about I was hoping you would say that. I like her a lot too. I like the little the little makeshift tank she comes down in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that. I remember my wife looked up and saw that one point. She said, She's driving a tank. I'm like, It's a war, baby. They're fighting. <laughs> They're fighting AW. It's a war. So yeah, I don't. I, I, like, I like her. Out of that group, I don't know. I don't know who they're pushing because I know they're they're doing Mia with um, Keith Lee, and then Candice yep. is with you know with the feud with um, Johnny uh, Johnny Wrestling. Yep. Um, I know uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Shotzi Blackheart were kind of in a feud too. So I kind of I guess they kind of just threw it all threw it all together. So you. Man, they threw all those robberies in a big old pot yeah. and just mixed it all, mixed it all up. Like they even helped you remember that Keegan Knox and Dakota Kai had yeah. a had a robbery at one point that kind of went downhill. They didn't really. Finish oh, it was weird. There, it is, but it wasn't as as heavy as it was. It was like uh, when they had the cage match and and uh, Raquel Gonzalez held her up against them, let yeah. Dakota Kai win. It kind of like fizzled out, but now they're bringing it back. Um, who, do you, who out of that group? Who do you think they're going to push on that one? You know that's that's a good question. I'm not sure because, like I said, they've they've been pushing. I think I think it's going to come down to the biggest one right now, which is um, 
uh, oh, Mrs. Johnny Wrestling, Candice LeRae, and uh, uh, and uh, Mia Yim. Yeah. Because they've been, they've been doing some good vignettes with her and Keith Lee against yeah, them. they have. So I, 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 yeah. I forget how, how bigger Yim is than, than uh, Candice. She's, she towers over her. She so. sure does. I thought you were meaning like star power wise. No, no, no. But no, but yeah, she's she. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez towers over all of them. Yeah, she, she's a she's a big girl, and it's, uh, it's it's impressive. It is. So I don't know. I, I would say those three. Yeah. I would say those three. I think it's going to be either Raquel. To me, I think it would be either between Raquel, Mia Yim, or uh, Candice LeRae. But I don't know because they've got so much like volatile elements in that that yeah. it could be anybody. Um. Okay. Finn Balor versus Punishment Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Finn Balor versus King Cuerno? Okay. No, 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 no. Da- Damian Priest. I know. I know. I know. Because I thought he was King Cuerno at first. Uh, uh, man, you know what? No, I mean. As big as rivalry as it is, man, Finn Balor hasn't been on TV much. He got yeah. like took out in the backstage that one week, and then, oh, I, man, you know what? I mean, if Finn Balor loses, it doesn't hurt his character. Yeah, because then because he still got the whole Walter thing looming. Yeah, because so. if 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 he loses, all he got to do, all he has to do is just go back to the demon, and he's all right. Yeah. Or he could so, say, my mind was on Walter. This is yeah, like the, the, the yeah. NXT side quest for Finn Balor. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I would say I would say Damian Priest. I think he needs it because yeah. he, he, he lost to Keith Lee and Dijakovic. Yep. And then he went against Dijakovic and Dijakovic beat him. So he's got like two back-and-back losses. Yeah. I, I think if you, if you don't let him win, um, I don't know where that character would go. It kind of just gets buried. Yeah, don't don't be like Impact and make people keep God, losing. And stuff. Um, yeah, th- th- this next one is what is the one I, I'm actually looking forward to. Um, uh, Tomasa versus uh, uh, Killer Cross. Yeah. Oh, Carrion Cross. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, I like that. Both of them have something to prove. I mean, I that's a tough one to call, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that because Tomaso, even though you know he had that neck surgery and stuff yeah. like that, he's still he still goes strong. As long as only thing I'm worried about is like that first fisherman suplex he did or the yeah. German suplex, whatever that move is, that first guy, like he landed on his neck. As long as like the second match Killer Cross had, he did the same thing, but the Killer guy didn't Cross. land as bad. Killer Cross. I like <laughs> yeah. So I think that was the first guy's greenness that he didn't yeah. turn right. Yeah. But as long as he doesn't mess up or anything and really hurt Tommaso Ciampa, yeah. I, I think you got to give it to to carry to Killer Cross because yeah. you know he's got it. He needs this win. Tommaso doesn't. I mean, Tommaso could lose again and he would be just fine. Right. I mean, look at the whole thing with Gorgano. Like that was for the face of NXT, and then immediately got put to this feud. Yep. So. I would say I would say Killer Cross. <laughs> killer Cross, I love that you're saying that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like Carrion. I don't like that name. I yeah, was mad. Yeah, I told you I was mad when they changed it. Yeah, so. me too. Me too. What um, is that movie? The Lord, the, his mama named Killer Cross. I'm gonna call him Killer Cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Flair, Flair versus Ripley. This is gonna be a and, good one. And uh, isn't it with Shirai, Leo? Yeah, Shirai too. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay. 
Three you got me confused. I was like, was there a change? What yeah. happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that should be a really good one. Yeah, I really, I really think so. I think uh, I, I'm not sure who's going to win this one. To be honest with you, I really don't. I was, I thought about it for a while. I said, man, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. You, what, here's the only thing. Because isn't she? Isn't she? So she's in so many stories. I mean, I'm not sorry. Uh, uh, Charlotte's in so many storylines. Yeah. Like she's now. The only thing I'm thinking of is this. Just looking at like the storylines that there is, mm-hmm. like she's gonna talk smack to Oscar, which is fine. She had the champion versus champion match, but at Backlash, isn't she going against Bailey for the uh, title? Uh, let me see here. Um, I don't see them on the card. Okay, okay. I don't because I remember her talking about it, or maybe she's fighting Sasha Banks. I don't remember. Yeah, I was gonna say if if she was fighting for a title at Backlash because I can't, I couldn't remember. I can see it maybe making her drop it. This, but um, I mean, we haven't got to yet. But backlash is probably that's probably like the smallest card I've ever seen. Well, you know what? Sometimes WWE main roster needs to have a, a, yeah. a small card. I, I remember when I was a kid, I said, "Man, two hour WrestleMania, I'd kill for a three hour." And then three hour hit, and I was like, "Oh, I'd kill for a four hour." And yeah. WWE's like, "Oh, I hear you, Earl." Let's make it four days. And I'm like, no, I was I was a fool. What was I thinking? I know. Um, no, so. It's too much. Yeah, she's not going for a title. She has to win it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know this next one is like is like your your big one. Adam Cole versus the Velveteen. I know. Ooh. I know you're looking forward to that one. I am. I love everything about Adam Cole. And I love everything about Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Velveteen Dream when he was on NXT. I thought he was cocky. Yeah. But then he actually got the con- the developmental contract and actually hit the road for a little bit doing like a uh, couple independent circuits mm-hmm. that WWE let him go to to get him under his belt. And then he came back. Yeah. And since he's been Velveteen Dream, I've loved everything about it. Um, I really, I mean, like I said, like two, three weeks ago, I don't know. I've been I've been trying to keep up, and I haven't seen anything. Because remember, we talked about the pictures, and he said I got a lawyer. Yeah. What you were saying about they uncovered that he has done some other things in his past. Yep. I haven't seen anything about like an update, like he was cleared or anything. So I don't I don't know. I mean, if if that is all cleared up and he didn't do it, I say they got to give it to him because he. Yeah. This is like his title picture storyline for like two years in the making. Yeah, like he's been fight, he's been he's been hunting and fighting, and I mean he's got to win it now. If they're still not cleared up, I he, mean he ain't gonna win it. Yeah, where, yeah. If you take it off of Adam Cole, where's he gonna go? What's he gonna do? I mean he he, he gets called up to the main roster. I'm, I'm really afraid they're not going to use him right. Yeah, and I'm worried about Matt Riddle. I mean. There's there's reports that he went to SmackDown because of the whole Brock thing, and Brock still has a lot of power. I don't know how much of that is true or not. Yeah, but I don't know where Adam Cole would go. I really don't. Yeah, I don't either. Unless you're unless you're going to let him go to like their big takeover, and Adam Cole wins it back, and you just have a nice little storyline. Yeah, I think so, I, I I think you're right. I think I think if 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 Dream wins it tonight, then then you know all his like legal stuff's gone. Yeah. So if he does, they're it, not going to give that to yeah, him. Yeah. Good point. Hey, but it's going to be a great match. It is. They're both great workers. So. 
Okay, uh, backlash. Uh, they just they just changed this one. Uh, Hardy versus Sheamus, I guess, as as the opener. Yes. And that they were building that one. That's probably like the best storyline. I mean, I know it's not the best storyline, but they've been yeah. shooting that one for the longest time and I know you didn't really you didn't really didn't yeah. like that story at all. Mm-mm, no. And I like that like I said, this week they made it not so bad. But I still don't like it when they when they when they show like this is what happened last week. I know that's what they do. All yeah. wrestling promotions do that. But it still made me upset. But I like that you know that they were like oh the, the eyewitness said that the guy had a red hair and red beard I'm like okay now you're just giving away that it's Seamus yeah um, but yeah I'm, I'm okay with it now like I didn't know where they were going and I kind of got soured on it and I was like I don't want to even think of anything like this but yeah. I like how I like how they're kind of coming back and like hey this was just a storyline this never really happened yep so I like it um, but yeah I'm excited I mean, if Jeff Hardy is going to be done after this, um, I think it's good that. But it sucks, though, because James has been around for forever. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do to put him over? You know what I'm saying? So, yep. But it's one of those that I'm all like, I'm going to watch it. But if they would have done it any other way, like I was fine when he was making fun of Michael Cole. Yeah. I was cool with that. I was investing in the storyline because yep. he, uh, he was making fun of Michael Cole. But then they threw his alcohol thing. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah, match. yeah, I am too. I don't. I didn't really like that. Um, I think. I think his brother like tweeted something about that too. Mm-hmm. So he think, did. So. <laughs> but um, Oscar versus uh, Nia Jax, the 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 hurting lady, oh. the hurt, the, <laughs> the, the hurt. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Not not that her hurting people sucks, and yeah. I love Nia Jax. Yeah. And I've said it many times, but I just think it's funny because she's doing the narrative of every time in the ring, bad things have happened to you. But if you look at all the stuff, every time Nia Jax has fought yeah. Oscar, Nia Jax has lost. Yep, yep. I, I so think, I just think that's funny. I think I think Oscar's gonna. I you know I think she's gonna pull this off because they're. I mean they're. Yeah. They they've already committed to Oscar, and you know. Yeah, I just I just think she's gonna at least hold on to it at least till SummerSlam. I think so too. So and you could still do a whole. It was a fluke victory, and you yeah. could give it to Nia at SummerSlam. I don't know why they would, but yeah. they could. So yeah, but I think Austin's gonna win it. Um, this one was this one's I don't know how to take this one. This one's kind of funny, or I don't know how to take it serious. Braun Strowman versus The Miz and and Morrison. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> That's the stuff that they were talking. It was funny. I, I liked it. Oh. I really enjoyed it. But I go, oh, I go come on, man. Prank. I go, don't, <laughs> don't do that to Braun, man. Get him, get him some oh. like, real people to, <laughs> to, yeah. to go with this. But anyway. Um, That's so good. Yeah, I like them being jokesters and pranksters. Yeah. My kids really loved it. My kids thought it was funny when his protein drink fizzed up on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this is kind of, I think of it kind of like the whole these tag team champs with, oh, the referee's kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. he is pretty funny. He's he's proven that whenever they did the, uh, the, the mixed tag teams and he was part of... Uh, uh, Little Big Bliss or whatever it was called. Uh-huh. Like he, he's good at comedy. He really is. Um, but no, I don't. I, I mean, here's the thing. We, we could, they could do a swerve. WWE loves the swerves. I mean, they could swerve it and have him lose, and then you have the greatest double you heavyweight champion yeah, of co-champion. MC Miz and Johnny Drifter. Yeah, co-champions. <laughs> 
co-champions. We yeah. are the Universal Heavyweight Champion. And they, and they love breaking up friendships. Yeah. WWE does. Yeah. So then you break them up and make them fight. And both of them are, are tremendous wrestling talent. So yep. they would have great matches. Yep. Hey, you there? Hey, man. I hit a, I hit a, I hit a dip, I think. And, and I was like, oh, I think I lost you. Yeah, I, I, I was talking to you, but you, you couldn't hear me. Oh, technical difficulties, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what I get for shopping. <laughs> it's all right. Baby's got to right. eat. Hey, they got to eat. And the wife doesn't want anything hot in the house made, so I got to go get uh, food. But anyways, but no, I was saying, I don't know how much you heard, but I, I they're good at breaking up friendships. So yeah. I would be cool if they beat Braun Strowman, but I would like Braun Strowman's first U.S. title, a heavyweight title win. To last a little bit longer than yeah. the WrestleMania no no crowd win. Yep, I, I totally agree. I think I think he's going to hang on to it for a while, at least until SummerSlam. I, I would like that. That would be nice. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Now this was this was the main event like five years ago on on Impact. Thank you for bringing. I forgot. <laughs> I watched Impact. My DVR recorded. I texted you, <laughs> and I. <laughs> And it was weird the way they did the segment. Like they did the little interview, and then it, all of a sudden, I thought, yeah. I thought it had gone to, I thought it had gone to Impact in '60. That new segment that they did, yeah. And I was like, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, and then he put them out in a in yeah. a submission move. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, he he went out to the full Nelson. I was like, oh, is WWE going to let that happen again? <laughs> Yeah, I, I for- forgot all about that. Yeah, I forgot to tell you they they do that on the show. They do like a like a, a flashback match. I don't yeah, know, I don't know why. I don't know why they actually push the content on the on their history rather than the t- the current talent they have now. That's just yeah. that's just it- me. But anyway, no, I agree. But I forgot they wrestled. I forgot that that yeah. was a match. And then it got me thinking, I'm like, oh, crap, are they going to do the same? Sorry for the bad language. I was like, are they going to do the same thing? And in- Oh, no, is Bobby Lashley going to win? I don't, I don't care who wins. Yeah. I don't care for Bobby Lashley that much, but I'm invested with the MVP storyline, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like oh, no, is this going to happen all over again? Because Impact reminded me. Yeah. Um. So I, I think I think Drew I think Drew's going to hang on to it. That's just me. I I think he has to. I think so too. But yeah, I think it's going to be a good match. Like Drew, even though he sometimes is being obnoxious, yeah. face. Like I want, I want heel face Drew. Yeah. I like what they're doing with him. I mean, yeah. he's showing his charismatic side. Yep. And I know there's some people who don't think he is, but I'm like, he's really good. I love Drew McIntyre. He is good. I thought I thought he was good on whenever he came up with Impact, and he had uh, he had mm-hmm. two he had two guys under him, and I I, I thought he was good yep. then. That's just me. I mean, yeah, we but, talked about that, and I was looking I was looking today. I was going to send you a picture of that thing I got when he was part of uh, uh, the the rise thing with uh-huh. uh, the two guys. Yeah, but I couldn't find it, so I got to look for it again. But yeah, no, I, he's great on the mic, and I like him a lot. Um, this next, the I guess the main event is going to be Edge versus uh, Randy Orton, and I mean these guys are under a lot of pressure. The greatest, the greatest match of all time. Oh my God, it's so bad. They even got a, they even got a silly song that goes, "This is the great." It's like yeah. very teen popish. <laughs> yeah, 
They've got to deliver. They're going to have to deliver hardcore. Yeah, I think I think I think Randy's going to win this one. My uh, my wife and son believe that too. And I, because I, you, you know, I'm I'm like a big Edge fan, and I I love Edge mm-hmm. a lot. But I think Randy's mm-hmm. gonna, I think Randy's going to pull because Edge Edge has already won one, and they want to continue the story. Randy's got to win. They do. You got to, and then he can be the best ever. <laughs> no, I agree with you on that. I think Randy will win it, but I think he's going to win it thirty. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to see him come out. I want to see him come out like. Uh, next week, come yeah. out with like a hurt arm and have it wrapped up like his dad used to yeah. wear for like eighty years, kind of like the D'Lo Brown chest protector, <laughs> <laughs> and just and just pull a, a cowboy Bob Orton yeah. and win it. Yeah, that I, would make me laugh. Yeah, it would be, but I don't know. I don't know if you can equate greatest and funniest at the same time. So <sighs> I think you can. Okay. I think you can. <laughs> I, I love your enthusiasm. Awesome. So that's what I'm here for. Um, I did notice on this card there there are no tag titles matches on this card oh, at all. Of course, there's not. The main roster doesn't like the. the oh, sorry, Vince McMahon doesn't like tag team wrestling. Man, it's so sad. That's aggravating. But anyway, um, let's. Well, we have AEW for tag team. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Let's uh let's let's just run through real quick a raw um okay. or impact a AEW. Let's just yeah. let's let's just pick out what what you what what caught you on raw this week. Um I liked it. I liked it that uh by the, the the whole Lana and MVP storyline actually is is I like that. Mm-hmm. Like I like that he doesn't give too good you know what's about her. Mm-hmm. And then she's like she's like you're just trying to suck up and relive your career. And he's like say it so. You're doing the same thing. And yeah. then in Lana's crazy head, she's like, my Bobby wouldn't not want me to be out there. So I like that she's living a delusion. I like yeah. that storyline. I like the delusional storyline. It's good. Um, and go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Um, I was, I'm, I'm not sure where they're going with this Ray Mysterio and his son, Dominic deal. I don't know if they're going to, they're going to make it's Dominic. A Dominic kill turn. Yeah. It's a Dominic kill turn. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be mad. I mean, but in my mind, I mean, but is is he on the payroll? Is he is he on the roster? I, I don't even know. I heard he's I heard he's tra- I've heard from different reports. Again, like I said, reports are reports. But I read that he's like training at the performance center. Wow. Okay. Here's my thing. In my brain, in my brain, he's going to turn on Ray because he's really Eddie Guerrero's son. We yeah. all remember the Eddie yeah. versus Ray Dominic stipulation match. Yeah. And he's going to yell. He's gonna yell, "You were never my real dad, Eddie was." That's that's my brain. That's how wow. that's gonna go down. It's not going to at all. But in my brain, yeah. that's what's gonna happen. If that were to but go, I think da- it's gonna- if that were to go down, how, how you know? How do you think Vicky would take that? Oh, well, she's in AEW right now, so she does. I mean, here's the thing: they're all really great friends, so I don't think she would be upset with it because they did it when he was alive and they were together. Yeah. Was I'm fighting for your son? Yeah. So I don't think would have a problem with it but i honestly the whole thing with the sun thing that's not going to happen but i do think dominic's going to turn on on ray i really do okay um okay let's let's go let's run over to impact and i know uh-huh. i know you watched it what what I did. it was your first time watching it in some time what what yeah. what, what caught your eye on this one um the one thing that caught my eye and I wanted to text you, but I was like, I'm going to wait, was Joseph P. Ryan, not Joey Ryan. 
Joseph P. Ryan and there and, and now you watch it more than I do. Is this their is this their right to censor moment? Yeah. I, is this what cancel culture is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I liked it. I love Joey Ryan. I was very mad whenever uh, Compound here in Tulsa. Yeah. Um, had Joey Ryan. I was in. I was on vacation in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about that because I love going to Pennsylvania and seeing my in-laws. I was upset because I didn't get to see Joey Ryan wrestle at Compound because I love Joey Ryan. Yeah. So I'm cool. I, I, that's the thing that caught me off guard is I didn't know he was signed with Impact. Oh yeah. And and he's not Joey Ryan. He's not the sleeves. And I was very mad about that. I was he like, ah. Oh, he just changed no. it. He just changed it too. It was maybe like a month ago he changed. Oh, so, I'm very upset. Because no, I like that a lot. Yeah, they 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 had a they had a quarrel with him and, and Johnny Swinger for a while. Man, but, I, but, now I wish I wish myself would have recorded now. <laughs> no. The, yeah. Other than that, it was other than that, it was the. Um, uh, um, I, I like that uh, the. Um, uh, what was it? The ladies wrestling, uh, Madison Rain. I like that yeah. she was a. That was. I thought, I thought Don Callis was part of the commentary team, so that threw me off. I didn't he, know what was going on with that. He's he's doing the after show, but uh, I think I think he's not. He's he's in a state that that hasn't lifted the ban on traveling yet. Okay. So okay. He, well, he 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 normally does it, but he's he's in. I guess I don't know what state he's in, but uh, but yeah, he's he's. It's usually him and um, what's his name, Matthews. Yeah, Matthews. Yeah, so it's usually oh, yeah. it's usually those those two guys, and so it's, it's okay. actually pretty good. So, um, so those are the two things that caught me off guard. Yeah. Okay. Um, the one I, I don't know if you were able to see it. I don't know because um, there was a there was a, a little a little segment where they showed somebody pouring like a, a, a alcohol into a glass. And the guy like get he he's wearing a hoodie and he goes and watches TV and there's a segment where um, there's like a newscast talking about you know the WWE releasing a bunch of stars. I did see that. I, I thought that was interesting that they spoofed the the hacker. Yeah, and like they had that, and they had they showed like Gallows, they showed uh, Anderson, they showed um, mm-hmm. uh, EC3, they even showed Drake yeah. Maverick. Yes. And they were and they were showing it and like I follow I I follow Gallows and and, and Anderson on um, Instagram, yeah. And, and they're talking about doing this big thing on July the 18th and July 18th is Slammiversary. Oh, it is. So are they really going to go to? That would be great for Impact if they got them. Yeah, because they well, Gallows is just going back home because he was part of the whole Ace of the Eight storyline way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, he sure was. Um, so that, that's the thing that caught my eye the most. I mean, I love the whole show. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, them making uh, OVE always lose. I'm already used to that yes. already. So, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> that that really caught I my agree. Eye. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, but yeah, that's cool. But no, I was really first time in a long time. I, I think you're right. I uh-huh. thought that the uh, I thought that the wrestling was really good. It was better than it used to be. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's jump over to uh, AEW. What what caught your eye on that one? So much good stuff. Uh, um, oh, good lord! Um, because I like the uh, uh, the Chris Jericho and uh, Colt Cabana storyline. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. I like that he's just see. That's the thing I love about Chris Jericho. Like he is taking the wrestlers that don't get a lot of like you know shine, like Colt Cabana. 
unless he was all OH, you didn't even know that he could wrestle well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really good. Um, I like Chris Jericho and what he's doing and the matches that he's having. Mm-hmm. And then I also liked. I'm sorry, I gotta get over this. Mm-hmm. Um, oops, sorry. Um, the other thing that I liked about it was. Um, um, I like that they've made Cody more aggressive, yeah. like for the TNT championship belt. Uh-huh. Um, like he didn't wrestle that aggressive ever since he's been there. Yeah. So I like that that continued, you know, that shows, you know, he's, yeah, of course he's taking the championship seriously, but that's showing that, that to me, it's a story of, I was desperate to get this and I'm not letting it go. That's what I like. And his yeah. blade work was really good too. When he had butted the wall. Yeah, that's that's you know that's some good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What 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 caught my eye the most was uh, and then she and she didn't even wrestle is uh, Doctor Brett Baker DMD. I was, I, I was, was going to say thank you. I was I was talking to our to our friend our friend from our friend from uh, yes, and he, he 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 wanted to say he loves our wrestling segment. Just FYI. Oh. Yay! That's awesome. I was wondering how people how people were taking that. So I told I told him, I told him I said coming from you that that means a lot to me. So, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I told him I told him that you were good peeps and then uh, and then you know you and I we 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 would talk wrestling for three hours if we could. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is very true. So, I was going to bring up the conspiracy theory thing whenever you asked the things I had. Yeah, I like it, and I like that. And it, that's the thing. I like that they 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 see. That's what I like. Here's the thing. I'm not like big AEW fanboy. Like you know, we talked about the camps and stuff, yeah. like off air and stuff. But I like what they're doing. Like people say, oh, AEW doesn't have storylines, blah blah blah. But they just set up a, a, a big Swole versus um, Britt Baker match right there. It was, yeah. they, they started it. They planted the seed. Yep. I thought that was really good. Because like he, you know, because he and I were talking on Friday night, and we were saying. I go, man, she is over and she's not even wrestling. Nope, and that's good. I mean, look at, it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin when he went to ECW. He couldn't wrestle, but he cut one of the most best promo tapes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah, that's good. I like that. And the Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, I'm a big fan of promos. Like, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair didn't, for the the first, uh, what was that? The, uh, the first uh, uh, championship for the for the gold, the flare, whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Like they just promoted for a year. They never touched each other. They promoted for a year, and then their match at that time was the most anticipated match. Yeah. The same thing happened with John Cena and The Rock when they did the once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. They never touched each other. They promoted for a year. It was one of the best WrestleMania main events that they had. Yeah. Even though The Rock tore. You know, toward his little uh, what was that? His 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 bicep or whatever. Yeah. First thing in the match, but they still went on. But again, they promoted for a whole year. So yeah, I'm very happy that that's happening with Britt Baker. Um, do you wanna do you wanna talk uh, NXT or because we already talked about we already talked. Yeah, about I think we no, I think we did. Um, nothing really out of ordinary happened on NXT except for building up for their pay-per-view. And I do want to say I like I like that Triple H even though he's been known to have like a golden shovel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And same thing with Cena and stuff. I like when they when they when they debuted that it was going to be in your house. 
and he didn't want his in your house moment talked about and road dog was like no no i remember you guys like no 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 that's not let's we don't need to talk about that and then yeah. he was all like oh henry godwin put your face in the pig poop he's like no i'm pretty sure it didn't happen no and then sean Mack was like yeah all right he's like all right enough of this enough of this so i like that he will bring uh you know making making fun of himself and you know what i'm saying like yeah. he's pushing the talent he's making fun of himself so i like that's what I, I really like about NXT is he, he knows what he's he, he has that love of the love of the sport like Dusty Rhodes gave him one of the only two books because he is a historian of wrestling yep. Triple H is and I think that's why NXT a lot of times even though they only you know they, people want to focus on the well AEW did 785 and WWE only did 750 AEW is winning the war yeah but he's he's putting solid content like I've never once watched an NXT that said oh this sucks you know I've done that with the main roster and I've done that with other promotions but I've never really thought that and it's always been enjoyable that's the that's the one thing I I take away every week when I watch NXT is it's really really good I think I think you got me back into it and so yeah I think you you've kind of you you've kind of charged my batteries to be- watch it back again because like because like most of those guys on that roster I was watching whenever they were in uh, Ring of Honor anyway so mm-hmm. um, yeah so uh, SmackDown I know you didn't watch the last hour of it yeah but uh, Bailey and and Banks beat uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross for the tag team titles. Damn it. I was I was really worried the iconics were gonna be the one that did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so Bailey's a double champion? Yep. Yep. Oh uh, that that you know what though? I mean story wise storyline wise, that makes her, you know, her heel greatest champion ever, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm kinda so th- sucks, I'm kinda thinking they're they're trying to do out uh, they're tr- they're trying to outdo uh Brett Baker. That's that's what that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Uh, you know their storylines are very much alike. It is, so that's why that's, yeah. why, that's why I think they by giving her double titles that, that she's like she's even though you know uh, DMD's not even wrestling. Yeah. And I go okay, Mm-mm. they they topped her I guess by doing that, but yeah, yeah. but um, it sucks. I, I, I did yeah. want to say that Lacey Evans and Sonya Deville that was actually a really good match. It was. I actually got to see that. That was the last match that I saw. Uh-huh. Um, I like. I like that they kept the Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville storyline going yeah. and giving Lacey Evans the win. Because Lacey Evans has, unfortunately, we both love her. You talk about her. I like her. I even liked her when she was a heel. She used to call it, she still calls them nasty. Yeah. But when she was a heel, she was even great. But they've been putting her in a lot of squash matches where she gets beat a lot. Yeah. Like, I really wanted her to win the title from, from Bailey, and they didn't. Um, so I was glad to see her get that win. She needed that. Even even though wins and losses don't count in the WWE, yeah, yeah. you get too many losses under your belt, and they just make you squash. I know, like with Nakamura, Squash City. Yeah, um, oh. I did want to say um, Impact did sign uh, Deanna Perazzo. Really? Yep, they just signed her. Signed That's nice. So she w- she was tweeting the other day that she's she's going to be debuting pretty soon. So on, on Impact. So. Which, which which impact really really needs really bad women, good women wrestling. So, yeah. But anyway, okay. I think I think we covered a lot. I think we did. We we covered quite a bit. I, I was very happy. We covered. 
Nice. So, so I'm actually I'm actually gonna watch uh, NXT uh, Takeover tonight. It's my first one in a while. Ooh, um, man, I really want my kids to watch NXT Takeover, um, but like I can't. I don't let them watch AEW because you never know when Jericho's gonna call someone a shithead. Yeah. But, but like they, I like NXT, and I want my kids to be able to watch that. Um, but you have to watch it first. I know time. that I'm. I'm gonna. I know. I'm gonna. The moment I let them watch it, someone's gonna throw out a curse word. Because my kids know the curse words. They don't say them though. Yeah. Which I'm very happy with. Like when it bleeps, my son. I'm like, I know what he said. I'm like, we're not gonna talk about it. Right. Um. But yeah, my lessons. I would be like, I'd get my wife to agree to watch the NXT with the kids, and yeah. they throw out a curse word. I'd be like, Well, daddy was wrong. <laughs> um. Because <laughs> they have really good matches on there, and and I love it when my daughter gets excited about the women's wrestling. Earl, her favorite is, is Charlotte Flair right now. Earl, um, you are right. You are right. Which, which she should be. Which she should be. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the thing to look up to. Uh, no matter what you want to say about Charlotte Flair, I mean, she's doing her daddy's work. She, yeah. she, if, if they had territories for WWE, she'd be going around them and, and making everybody great. Um, but yeah, and my kids love it. Um, and I was saying my kids be excited because that's the look I had. I just wish when I was their age, I had somebody that was excited with it like they get they watch it so but yeah alright well um let's let's do this again next week yeah you, you have any shout outs you want to do uh no just like I said uh, I don't really have many shout outs like they change or anything yeah um again shout out for you guys cause like I said I mean um with without the Bigfoot Club, we wouldn't have wrestling talk with. Yeah. So that's really cool. I appreciate you for doing that. Um, and I would just say um, shout out to um, you know I'm gonna shout out. I know she listens because she's like, oh, you're on a podcast. I'll listen to you. I'm gonna shout out my friend Lisa. She's uh, she's she's really cool. Um, she does podcasts about football and stuff like that. She's a very knowledgeable uh, lady of sports. And nice. she actually got into wrestling because she became friends with JR. So nice. And they talk and stuff. So I'm going to give her a shout out. She's going to listen to this week probably. Okay. She always tells me to send her the link when it comes up. So I'm going to give her a shout out. She's too, a really great woman. Too sweet. Too sweet indeed, my friend. All right. Uh, see you next week, brother. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, man. Bye. Bye. I must bid you adieu, and so, good bye, and good night.